rolling. We started. Is yeah, this we, it? We, we, this is yet, reasonable not yet, ignorance. Not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. We got you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Now. This is the ignorant shit you like. I am King Fool. This is the ignorant shit you like. I'm not like. This is the ignorant shit you like. Come on. This is the ignorant shit you like. You know the movie has when a motherfucker got a nine chasing a chicken. Bombs! Reasonable Ignorance Podcast. The last week of April. Last is this the last Wednesday of April? Yeah. 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 Last yes, Wednesday of April. Yeah. We're tonight we are uh not joined by the black woman's perspective. Hand claps on that, yes. <laughs> but sadly we get no we get no corner store update. We got to see what's going on. Yeah, the motherfucker. Oh, that, that, dude. Is she still out of town? No, no. She just she got back the other day. Yeah. I think the pressure of wanting to provide <laughs> the trilogy of the story, especially people that wanted to hear okay. the 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 actual voicemail, has made Black Woman's perspective, aka Essence Fest, Delcia, not come tonight. So. No, he loaded her ass down with flaming hots when she got back. <laughs> and oh motherfucking and ding guys. and blunts and said, God damn it, it's me and you and we got a rubber in here. We going to fuck and eat until it's over with, okay? I don't Bombs! know. Bombs! I have a theory about this guy. I, I, What's I don't your theory? Know. I'm starting to think that he isn't handicapped. and He's definitely handicapped, but not in the way that, you know, He's not retarded. Okay. No. He might be some sort of schizophrenic or sociopath, but I think he seems some like shit, the type of individual okay, that would put on like an <laughs> act like he's retarded to get sympathy because usually people that are retarded are, are kind of, and I hate to use that word, but you know. I'm just mentally trying to distinguish, you know. There's a lot of different levels of mentally challenged. Right, it's not you know. Mentally challenged kids like it was when I was in grammar school where they had the helmets on. It was just three of them in the school, and they got out 40 minutes before everybody else. They not they don't have the uh, chin strap with the helmet and uh, slobbing and shit, and they with the lunch. And they I mean, them go. They, they, they don't do that no more. Now you're a little bit more functional. You, uh, a lot of these kids, a lot, lot of a lot of people are not even mentally challenged. They moms and parents just signed them up for that shit because Pop skated and left them with six kids. So all six of y'all, y'all want the Jordans? Y'all got to take this motherfucking medicine and line up every motherfucking night and take this medicine so y'all get the Jordans and get two Playstations and get bunk beds and keep pissing in the bed till you're 27 years old. They just became lazy with the shit. That's all. Well, anyway. I, I don't think he's uh, schizophrenic or none of that shit. I you don't know. know because he just likes Delcia. He just likes Usually they don't, people like that do not respond that angrily that aggressively that you know when she was saying it's like fuck you ho you know shit like that i have never i mean i'm not what is gonna take for you to realize that he he mentally challenged you got to jack off with two hands dick that big That's what it's going to take you to understand. Like this, Having this a brother a that's mentally dick. challenged. I grew up, you know, like I said, I grew up around, you know, at summer, 
attending summer camps, volunteering, you know, and helping out with them. And, you know, I, I have a soft spot for yeah, mentally challenged people, you know? I do, too. So, but I mean, like, what I, all I'm saying is is that there's certain... He said he's going to give him a half his check. Come on, now. You ever see one of them getting mad and whoop somebody's ass? <laughs> I, look, it's come out of nowhere. Know, yeah, it's like the, a gorilla look, the, or something. This, I hate to say this term, but the, the term retard strength doesn't come from nowhere, okay? What, is, what does I it come mean, from? The toes, the toenails, everything. They, they body slam you twice I and it's over a, with. They fuck you around. I had a customer for a while that was... Um, a customer? Yeah. Um, I mean, I've had, you know, autistic customers and whatnot, but I did have customer, one that... Uh, you at, had an autistic customer. Yeah. I mean, I've had various <laughs> levels. I've wait, had wait, wait, autistic rewind, 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 rewind. I've had, I've had several. But hold on, hold on, hold on. Pops. <laughs> Stop but you've had an autistic customer. I've had a few. You better tell a story. Right after you get, get I think I the- talked about it talked about it a little bit last time, but Go ahead. Um there was one though that I had that would come in every once in a while. His brothers would bring him in and he was retarded. I mean he was full retarded. And uh when he he would like me. Pussy. He couldn't really see. <laughs> he had jacked over in every jet magazine in this motherfucker. Dude, when he would grab my arm to take me to the private room, yeah. it was like I felt like he was going to break it in half like a twig. Like his grip on my arm just to walk that, you know, that that 40, 50 feet over to the little three-song private room area. It was yeah. just like. How much did they pay you? Oh, he, they'd always pay me, you know. I mean, of course, the three song seventy five. It throw in like a twenty dollar tip, you know, because yeah, even it out, baby. So wait a minute, did you did you rub him? Did you rub, give him a lap dance? Did mm-hmm. you give an autistic guy a lap dance? Yeah. What was he doing? Was he shaking from side to side? Was his eyes rolling? Was he? <laughs> did, he was did, enjoying did, it. Did saliva come out his mouth and get on you? No, what? no. Get no. the details here. The side only side. thing is that his right. he was he was sitting there and he was very happy, had a big smile, and he would had um. The only thing, though, he wouldn't touch me, but like I said, when we would walk back, just because he had a very unsteady gait, too, he walked, you know. Yeah. Did you let him he, slap your he, ass? No, he never asked to. He was always just very, he just sit there and smile and watch, but then when he would, that grip, that, and his, but especially when we'd be coming back from the room, the grip would be even harder, but his hands would be sweaty. Then. How fucking high were so you when sweaty. all this was going on? I just remember, ugh, just that, that grip and that sweat what, on his hands. What, what Can't wait he, to get home to that bedroom and just pull his manhood out of his <laughs> I, I wonder, like, how he didn't rip that damn thing off with that grip. Where? where it, it was how high were you? His dick got an order of protection out on his hand. I like, told you I wasn't <laughs> high. He was a nice customer. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Rewind. He, I, and it, 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 hold on. Was, hold on, hold on. Magic Mike said it again. <laughs> His dick woke up in the middle of the night and said, I'm calling the police. This nigga's beating the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Four hours. I need a whole protection. Nice. Hey. He Joe Jackson in his dick. How drunk and high were you? I wasn't. Bops! I just caught him. <laughs> Come in, Micah. Hey, Tito. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boy, you playing a good time? Go ahead. No, I wasn't. You wasn't drunk? No. 
You must have this really was I was younger. Bucks. I mean, yeah, I mean, this is when I was about. This was at the Admiral. How, how, um, how old? How I was probably about nineteen or twenty. He came in for about. They they bring him in there once every few months for about a year or two. And uh, was it was it was he Russian guys? Were they? They were white guys. White guys. And what were they doing? Were they clapping? Come hey. on, Stevie! Come on, Stevie! <laughs> what were they saying? They would just, you know. They would be like, you know, you want to give my uh, give my brother lap dance. You know, there are two, there are th- there are three brothers. The other two were not retarded, and you know, I think they they were in their early twenties. And I guess he was the same, but he looked significantly older because of he was also, like I said, physically, you know, malformed. Um, but uh, you know, yeah, I mean, I I told you I popped pain pillar. Pain, pain, Come on, yeah, painkillers and stuff at the time, but I mean, I wasn't like so. You was fucked up. You was hitting and zanned up. Is that what it was? No, no, I didn't. I didn't drink um, uh, really at all when I was younger. But here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing, and I'm gonna say this real quick. Only in white America can you get can you bring your brother to the strip club to get a lap dance. You know goddamn well in the black community, in the black delegation, Magic Mike, mama ain't letting the boy go, come out, go out the house. Am I no, right or wrong? No, because that's her check. But now unless he's getting the fucking God. <laughs> be walking to the Red Diamond every fucking that, weekend. That text is going straight to the strip club. Yeah, every night night you don't want him to get stuck going over there. <laughs> the cow sag all the way to the motherfucking Red Diamond. No, man. You got to be. You got to have money. Like still this. never been to the Red Diamond. It's, it's too much going on. Rewind. God, God bless you, Elena. I'll yeah. see how you do all the shit you do. Hand claps on the Elena. It's a public show. It's a public show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. for Ronnie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, shout out to Sound Guy Mike on the mic today. What's up, world? Um, Magic Mike. Like I said, uh, Magic Mike, Elena, and, uh, and uh, Sound Guy. Um, no, uh, she's still stuck in Denver mentally. Um <laughs> Physically, she's here, but she's not in... 420. Yeah. Yeah, she's too, too much 420. Up. Too much blunts and and, and, and backwards. Bongs. Bongs. Hey, if you could get all those... I don't uh, celebrate 420. Why not? 420's every day. <laughs> Pop it. Okay. There you go. We do, we do I'm a real smoker. tonight. Real <laughs> smokers don't celebrate 420. Gorilla right Gloom, uh, South African Durban. What, what do you do? Man, I smoke, and I don't care about the names. No, because when I used to sell weed, right? When I used to sell weed, I would have like Blue Dream Kush or something like that. Okay, there we go. And then you know, well, I would have Blue Dream Kush and Hawaiian Haze. You know, and you would tell somebody, you know, and afterwards, you know, sometimes they would come back, hey, you got anything different? And I'd be like, oh shit! And so I would just call it something else. You know what I'm saying? And then, yeah, yeah, oh, let me get some of that shit. You feel me? So I don't give a shit about names, man, because how it smokes and how it smells. You know what I'm saying? That's what matters. And they'd sell oils at the head shops to, you know, make that easy. Exactly. (laughs) Fuck what they talking about, the names and shit, man. Okay. Got you. So, um. Unless that shit's medical. 
Magic Mike, I just got it. before we get started, real started. Did you listen to the J. Cole album? Yes, I, I love it. Really? Yeah, I like it. No fucking way. Atlanta, did you listen to J. Cole album? No, I have not. Okay. Sound guy Mike. Been too busy, man. Gotcha. He talked about I, I listened to it at least seven times. And seven? He, really? Yeah, it's, it's that like good? probably my, I'm gonna have to check it out then. My go to thing in the morning now. Okay. What is your favorite record off um nineteen eighty five easily? Because he, he's putting this guys, record? Yeah, he's putting the guys in their place. Like, he's telling them how easy he could check them and, and, you know, tell them what they're about, you know. So the little guy that he was talking to, he had the nerve to say, that's why you come out of 17-year-old. So it's, it's I come from a different era of uh, respecting the elders or, or whatever. And it all started with basketball. Okay. If you thought you were big enough to play with the big boys, if you was in – Eighth grade, and you thought you'd get on there with the high school guys. Nobody gave you no fucking mercy. Nobody said, take it easy on them in eighth grade. Mm-hmm. When you was in high school and you played with the grown men that's coming from college, nobody said, take it easy on them. He's just a sophomore. They went in your ass. And if you if you tried to, if, if you got off a good move or a good shot, Lord knows you make two shots. They're coming for your ass. But now they, these guys, they like to throw their age, they, they they like to throw the rock and hide their hand. You know what I mean? Right. They like to say shit and then not be accountable for it. So when somebody comes back at you, it's like, man, he, he's, he, he's a, now you want to show your respect. Oh, man, he a platinum artist. He this, he that. He cold with the verbiage. He's this and that. And I'm just a mumble rapper. Like, get the fuck out of here. What was your second favorite record off there? I like Kevin Hart song. Really? Yeah, the Kevin Hart song. Okay, so okay, you like the I, Kevin I like Hart the song, song where he's talking about his mother uh being a, you know, and her addiction to alcohol. Yeah. You know, and what it turned him into. That was a good one. And uh his uh I I like the problems that he talked about that he was going through. What did the barbershop say? Man, on we, Saturday. We haven't even listened to it in the barbershop. You know? Really? It, it it was it was a different vibe in the barbershop Saturday. So we just let a lot of uh, we we uh we just a lot of a variety of music. We didn't just stick on one thing because it was it was a flowing Saturday. So we just played like the Commodores and you know the the R the old the seventies and eighties R and B old school music. That and then we went we, we we took it up a notch, and which which brings up the the, the intensity of the shop. Uh huh. Makes everybody talk louder. Then you got to bring it back down. You got to calm people down because our people. What was you playing to bring it up? Uh, rap music, any rap music. One one rap song could turn it all the way out. Every time is uh, Nas is either. Yeah. There starts a controversy yeah. about who but one. The barbershop. Yeah. So you know. So it's, playing, it's like you're DJing at a club, like. Yeah, what Nas. But you got to control the environment. The music controls the environment in the barbershop. So when it's a lot, when when it's a lot of children, we try to cater more so sort, yeah. sort of towards their parents. Mm-hmm. Even if even if it's if they're playing the trap music around their parents, if their parents play it, we try to change the setting because right. to get a kid something totally different. Mm-hmm. Because now you go take a kid to Villa, they playing trap music in there, and they're cussing, and they, it's just, everything is no holes barred. So my mm-hmm. thing is, give the kid a different outlook of, about how a black man that's professional, making money, and giving him a service 
they're supposed to act as opposed to playing uh, bitch better have my money or lay it down or lay it down. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Even though his mom ain't lay that song, in here we're going we gonna to give him some Jeffrey Osborne. You know what I mean? We'll give him something a little Jeffrey. different. Okay. Something with a, a good rhythmic, some good octaves. You know what I mean? Something not with a meaning. Something that you wouldn't be exposed not, to. Not no you Quavo. Know? You know what I mean? Okay. He can hear Quavo through his, you know, at his other daddy house. <laughs> my um, <laughs> my take on the J. Cole album, stellar. I will say this is a stellar album. It spoke vi- It spoke to me lyrically. Yeah. Um, Production-wise, it spoke to me also. But this was a stellar album that I can listen to. I was on the road going to Indianapolis for my frat regionals and shit, and the shit dropped on Friday while I was one o'clock in the morning going to up there to yeah. uh, uh, in, in Naptown and shit. And I listened to it on the phone. Had, had turned down the shade four or five. I listened to it. The first record that caught my eye that I had to repeat was Brackets. That's nice. Brackets nice. is a is a great record. Yeah, great song, great record, and everything. But what I've been listening to ever since um, Friday, Saturday through the weekend or whatever, what I've been listening to like for the last three days is the song "Window Pane." Yeah, that shit hurts. It, it, it but he told a hell of a story. He told a hell of a story. You, Elena, sound guy Mike, please go listen to the album. You know, you know, we get a chance. Are you, do you like J. Cole? Or, or no? I have never really listened to him. I've always uh, had it, heard it recommended to me. But I, and I I, I just actually uh, subscribed to his uh, uh, YouTube so I could listen to it. Because, you know, for example, for the longest time, you know, people are like, oh, you really should listen to Kendrick Lamar, you know. And right. as you know, that's like, you know, of course, everybody's favorite favorite artist now. But, you know, just hearing, like, the first couple, you know, singles at the club, you know, like, you know, not really lis- listening to the lyrics. Um, you know, it wasn't until relatively recently and then the summer when, you know, Damn came out that that was just... You well, know, such an amazing Kendrick, album. And Kendrick- I always loved... My favorite rapper was for years had been Tyler, the Creator, and Tyler, the Creator put out, you know... Uh, Flower Boy, you know, this year and or last year and that last summer and that summer uh, that album was very very good too. I mean, it was amazing, but I mean, it was I I couldn't say it was my favorite album. I mean, I can't. Uh, I, I, I'm gonna say know? I'm gonna say this. I can't get what the title of the creator. I can't get what his vibe. I, I hear you. I hear I'm, you. I'm a, it's age difference, but I just can't get with the vibe. And I bet you he could spit or whatever. But. He's not the best rapper. He's just, just th- things in a different way that's interesting to me and I, I you know he has a what? hell of a following he does my goodness What's I did not know you had a following like that I seen him perform uh-huh. and he stopped and he was saying the words you know how you get the crowd participation yeah I was like, look at this shit. And they the, the shows are wild, man. Yeah. They dive into the crowds. They yeah, do it. Yeah, they show oh, yeah. Balc- wild. He dives from the balcony. Go they up. remind me of like Method Man at House of Blues. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Method Man swinging off of the uh, 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 the speakers and his shit. And, like that's, that's the intensity that those guys bring in their shows. Going back to the Cole album for a brief second, Cole album touched on a lot of topics, uh, Magic. Sound guy, Elena. Um, it touched on topics of uh, uh, um, drug re- drug use and rap, drug use period, 
uh, like he said, alcohol addiction. Um, it talked to, it mental talked, health issues. Yeah, touched yeah. on mental health issues. Not that I'm, you know, pointing towards you. We all got some issues that we got help going on. Period. He also said right. therapy and uh, meditation is like the best form of uh, help for the mental health issues. Yeah, his his is his, his, his uh, basically he was talking about the depression and things of that nature. Right, he was, he was saying health. meditation instead yeah. of medication. Yeah, mm-hmm. meditate instead of medicate. You know, um, he talked about. Uh, you know, like he said on window pane, um, or no, he said on brackets. He said, you know, his uncle was like, "I won't have the, have the fucking million dollars that you yeah, got." Yeah, that shit. You know, that shit resonated with me, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Not that it. You know, that's the shit I want to hear. Yeah, that's that re- realistic. Awesome. Really you know what I'm saying? Instead of you saying you flipped this key and you sold this work and you went that way with it and shit like that and everything is drip drip. I want to hear some shit like that because that's that's the that's the age we at because we're counting on to provide a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not just information, but really be providers at our age. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like every you got to cut that ringer off. That's what I was trying to tell you. Got to cut that ringer off. It's not a ringer. I just the I, I told you I just. Get on Apple Music. Oh, okay. The J. Cole, I just bookmarked it. And oh, okay. Oh. Later. Well, see, what you you know what? I'm going to tell you. Do you. Which one of Kendrick's album do you like? Um, well, put, like put, I said, Damn was the one, the first one that I really just listened to all the way through. So you didn't listen to Pimp a Butterfly? I've, listen, I've listened to, yeah, I've listened to it since then, but um, <laughs> I don't know it as well as Damn. I've, I've, I've listened to them since then, though. Okay. Yeah. To me, this album compares to those two albums. I mean, Pimp Butterfly was awesome, too, but. This you compares know. it to Pimp a Butterfly, to me. Yeah, it does. I mean, this but one, I'm talking about I'm talking the J Cole album. Oh, okay, okay. This compares to, um, not the Section 80s album, but the the, the first album he came out with, and because it, it had a lot of storytelling in there, like you said, like what Magic was saying about the, the his mama's diction and the mom calling him at night because she got a broken heart. Yeah, we've seen that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Me and him have seen that. You know, uh, uh, our mothers with a broken heart over a guy. You know what I'm saying? I've seen that. You've seen it too. Okay, great. I've had so to you could, so talk you, her out of suicide or sit by her door when she tried. And right. So you would you you yeah. know, once you listen to this album, I want you to give you. I want to get your uh, your response on it next week. You know what I'm saying? Um, it has highs and has lows. It has peaks and valleys. Mm. It has. This is a great album. No, I'm excited. Great, great good. album. I, I highly recommend everybody to listen to it. I know a lot of people's like, this shit's boring, this shit's dead, they don't want to yeah. deal with it and shit like that, magic and everything, but listen to it on the ride. That's what you got to do. You got to listen to it on the ride or just clear out, clear out that space, clear your mind. Yeah. What about- Listen uh, to it while you're in the shower. Get your speaker, put it on. I guarantee you, because we do a lot of thinking in, in, in the shower, because that's like uh, really our only alone time. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So I appreciate it. You know what I mean? I, I, I respect J. Cole. I, I really. Uh, Were you a J. Cole fan beforehand? Yeah, cause not because I, t- of- I, t- I took I took uh, interest in him a lot once he performed a song live on uh, David Letterman. And it was a different song of David Letterman. It blew him away. Really? I can't even think of the song now, man. But it was just like his first time performing it live. Uh, I got my own. Uh, that, 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 uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I know that, what you're talking about. I can't think of the name of it now. But anyway, uh, 
I, I mess with him. Uh, the first time I ever heard him, that was on the, uh, the Blueprint Three. Okay. When he said he he uh, his flow is as cold as a shoulder on the hole when a broke nigga approaches. <laughs> <laughs> he said my, my flow is cold as a shoulder on a gold digger when a broke nigga approaches. Damn. I said that's a cold motherfucker. That, that is. That is. And I had been checking for him ever since then. I was like he he can't not he cannot az be like this. I, you know what? Honestly, I'm gonna tell you. The last album was horrible. I couldn't vibe with it. Couldn't deal with it. I listened to it all the way through one time, and that was it. Yeah. Um. Only outside the record where he, you know, he did his dissing on Wale and Kanye, or not dissing where he just talked about Wale and Kanye in subliminal in subliminal form. Outside of that record, I can't remember any other record from that. This album, replay value, replay value. That's what it is now. So, so far, in my opinion, so far this year, out of all this music that's dropped this year, so far in these four months, I'm there's only two albums, in my opinion, that are uh, re, have replay value. That's the uh, Victory Lap by Nipsey Hussle. I like that album. It gives me the West Coast feel and this J. Cole album so far. We got a lot of stuff to, you know, got... <laughs> My man Kanye snapped off the other day. Yeah, today. Um, what did he do? I didn't. I didn't oh my god! I've been waiting. I've been waiting to hear about this oh for my, real. I've been oh waiting to hear god. about this shit. He snapped off the other day. He said, um, "The other day he said he had a list of albums that's about to come out from his camp. He's got his album coming out, which is only going to be seven songs. Um, Pusha T's coming out. I don't know how and why Pusha T got a." Another greenlit album. I liked Pusha T at first. Talking about cocaine from 1999. You know, yeah, that's the thing. I like Pusha T, but it's just like the same shit. Yeah, the same shit. The last album was trash. The first album was no evolution. Like I started listening to him, I think in like what. 2009, 2010. Why yeah. do you listen to Pusha T? Real quick. Uh, he did some stuff with Tyler the Creator, so I just found out about him through that. You and really like that motherfucker, it. Tyler Creator? I did. I told you that he was like my first like favorite rap artist. She and says so, she like, has a thing know. with people with many mental handicaps. A lot of the guys weird. in his crew, yeah. Not yeah. Tyler. Well, Tyler. Yeah, but Tyler's anyways, very weird. Um, he's weird, but yeah, I, I like weird. Th- I like weird shit, you know. So, anyways, I, I heard t- uh, Pusha T on like some of his tracks. So I, I, but I liked his, you know, sort of like, I don't know. People would call. We're calling him like kind of hipster hip hop, you know. Which he's, I didn't really. It, he's cocaine. You know. he's, he's 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 the drug dealer that sells predominantly to nothing but white people, whether in, uh, um, whites that are hipsters or whites that are you know got money. To, in my opinion, he's not the corner. He's not the nigga on the corner. Not at all. He's, he's the, the one he, that a, a white family will like eat dinner with them. And didn't give them cocaine right after. <laughs> right. And get I'm a, not going to say money. I haven't known people. <laughs> Any of oh, that. stomach. <laughs> so, so he, Kanye was like, Pusha T coming out, got an album coming out. Tiana Taylor got an album coming out. Go ahead, Magic. Nas got one coming out. Yeah, he's executive Q&A. producing. Nas got an album coming out. Pro- yeah. Executive produced by, by Kanye. Uh, executive produced, yes. And he said he's got a, a joint album with Kid Cudi that's coming. I heard week about later. Kid Cudi was coming out. Yeah. Right, it's called Kids See Ghosts. So you know that's about niggas that's getting fucked up high as hell off Zans and cocaine, and they gonna rap about whatever. But 
needless to say, Kanye's in album mode. So Magic Mike, Kanye had a, a, a field day today, today on Wednesday. Yeah, he talked about how much he uh, loved Donald Trump. Yeah. Even put up a picture with him with Make America Great Again hat on. The red hat. Was that a joke? Because I, I, I just saw it briefly. Is he, is he no, being he sarcastic? No, he posted that on his Twitter account. I was hoping he was saying that his Twitter account got hacked or something. And then he said I thought Obama he was, being sarcastic was in office for eight years and nothing changed in Chicago. Yeah, he, he, he tweeted that out. He spoke on that. Um, I think he's a little jealous of Jay-Z's relationship that he had with Obama because Obama did call Kanye what? An asshole. A jackass. Right. Whatever, you no. know what I'm saying? Let's take so, it back to yesterday, though, Magic. Um, supposedly, he had a conversation with Ebro. Yeah, and he said he, he Ebro told him that he he loves Donald Trump. Yeah. He said, nobody was there for me when I was in the uh, mental health facility and I was addicted to opioids. Because you cussed everybody the fuck out. You went off on every fucking body. Is that you, when he dyed his hair blonde or whatever? Yeah, and all that shit. Did you, know. did you know he was on opioids? Kanye? Yeah. No, I did not. You didn't know that? Did you know he was on opioids at all? Uh, they're, I'm sure they're on a lot of other shit. Sidebar. Magic. Whoever the dope dealer is in L.A. and them California, got to be sitting on a billion. Is some low-key dude <laughs> that's really Oh, he's not going to do a painkiller. all. He's going to a pain He's clinic. He's that guy he that just shows it. up uh-huh. with the prescription. Right. Yeah, no, and no, he's no. He, he's going to a pain clinic. Hold on, E. You don't need, you don't need that. Go ahead, man. Of course, it's not no guy with his pants sacking off his ass, but it's, 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 it's in the form of a doctor, and he's holding. So, what, what do you, what? what, what I'm, the guy who's, you, don't get, you don't get where we come who's, going? Who's at? selling these no. prescription goods, drugs to these entertainers? Mm-hmm. Understand this. Whoever that motherfucker out there, in them hills, California. You talking about people who selling like the Zans and all that shit to the entertainers Se- and all yeah, that? Selling whatever. It don't make a difference whether they selling them okay, shrooms, them cocaine, Zans, whatever to them. To it doesn't them. even matter if you're famous as long as you have money. I mean, I when I've been in treatment, you know. You get that um, well, I mean, especially in different states, there's different laws. Like Florida, they have a lot of these. I can pain get that shit from the VA. Okay. Well, but, but they have like no, pain clinics, about, about and the, I'm, I'm not even shitting you. 18 year old kids that come from, they have a lot of money. Families that have a lot of money, and they have prescriptions for you know uh, six 40 milligram oxycontins a day because they complain that their back hurt. All right, we we, we talking it, about it's, the discreetness of a Hollywood star, right? This guy who's making mega movies with The Rock or whatever, and he's hooked on these prescription drugs. Yeah, but, uh, you uh, have to be description. I'm like, like they don't give a fuck about the common everyday Joe. That's what I'm saying. For you to be in line to present this person what he has, you have to be low key. As in right. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson's doctor. That's the, what I was going to say. That, you know, and doctors that stopped doctor, fucking with you know, him. Everybody. So when he got ready to do the tour for This Is It, he said, when he got up with Dr. Conrad McRae, he said, uh, I'll pay you $150,000 a month. And he told the promoters, they said, Mike, that's outrageous. Why do you need him to do that? Because dude was getting the prescriptions for him. And he was the only one that could get him this milk. So he said, 
Yeah, you can't find I'm propanol like on the street. Obama, and this is my security, and he makes the engine go. So I need him like Obama needs his security. So they had to agree to that $150,000 a month for the next six months. You know who also had his doctor My man put a letter everywhere. on the door because he was, a, you know, like a, he had a clinic. And he was he was a heart specialist. He put a letter on the door and he said, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I would not be able to serve you for the next six months. I would be. I would not be present. Look for other. <laughs> I would have did it too. Yeah, hundred fifty thousand. Fucking mean, a month. But, 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 you, but that, that, that goes to what Jamal is saying. But you see, but you understand the, what I'm saying. Discreetness in you being this guy that's presenting this but, A-list Hollywood star with drugs. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, money I'm, talks, man. Money talks. But I mean, y'all you, always say that you ain't gonna, you ain't you ain't, you ain't gonna have a nigga that's off. You ain't gonna have Lord them from from off Laramie. You can't them over no box shit. Come on, pull up, pull up in the motherfucking some pressed ass pills that they bought the little fucking. Uh, but this person has to be uh, eBay for you get interviewed like you're going to work for a Fortune 500 company, right? Mm-hmm. You're getting drug tested oh. your damn self. You're also they want to see your license. They want to know your background. They want to know all this shit about you. And you're thinking like, damn, I'm just selling some drugs. But no, you're not just no regular drug dealer. Because you presenting what's making the world go around with drugs. You understand mm-hmm. that? I you're, understand. You're, 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 the under- you're, the, you're, the, you're making the wheels turn for the, for the entertainment for the world. I mean, think about what, I'm, think about what we're saying here. Um, Lana and Sound Guy. Uh, um, reasonable English Kanye's disconnected He's not like a Bobby Brown When he was getting high So what you, what you, you was gonna, You're not gonna the, catch the, him In the hood What's the difference You're not gonna catch him In the hood Trying to score No motherfucking Two no. ounces Of motherfucking cocaine So you saying That's what that's what Bobby was doing yeah. He was going to the hood In, yeah. in Compton and shit and he, Bobby was still Niggerish. Bobby well, you couldn't get prescription Crack cocaine And he, and he, and he, and, and, but he Bobby, was on coke Bobby right? was on street drugs Absolutely. Cocaine Whitney was on is street so... Drugs. Hold on, hold on, hold on. He said he would call his dealer uh-huh. and tell him, look, when they was in Atlanta, and they got stuck in the house for three years. Okay. Look, man, put the drugs in the mailbox. The money's already there. I need three ounces. Then he'd call him back six hours later. I need three more ounces. God damn. That's a lot of... A lot. He said him and Whitney would be on one wing of the house, upstairs in their room, getting high from the bedroom to the kitchen, I mean, to the uh, bathroom. And he said, and his sister's job and Whitney's people's job was to keep Bobby Chris away from them while they were getting high. So for two and a half years, they would see Bobby Chris off and on. They would be high shit. One time he had a fucking stroke at the fucking mansion uh-huh. in Jersey because he had some heroin and he was cooking up the crack and he was getting high and he was feeling, he had a blunt, cooking his shit up, making his shit, and he had a fucking stroke. Bobby, Whitney Bobby, came and Bobby got the motherfucking, heroin? Whitney came and got the blunt on his hand, hit the blunt, and got them and got the crack. That's a, that's a true story in this book. Damn. Damn! Damn! Not Whitney. But Left I didn't him know on the Bobby ground. Was in yeah. They, what were you about to say? His sister called. I didn't, a, I didn't a, know he was in the heroin either. I didn't know he was in the heroin. That's yeah. wild. 
Yeah, I mean, like, he, man, that's all in his book. Yeah, it was a cock. Yeah, baby. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check that book, shit man. out. Yeah, okay, yeah. rewind. But the thing is, <laughs> who's ever serving Kanye? Whoever was that job, Kanye was had to keep that away from people. You know what I mean? He did a good job so of his, it. I mean, not, not I just very from us. much. I actually, I agree with you on that. Not just from us. Yeah, the p- general public, mm-hmm. his daily crew. Mm-hmm. You got to keep that away from the yes man because the you yes man is going to be worried about everyone. his next. I check. don't think he kept that away from Don C though. You hey, know, listen, uh, man. honestly, man, when you have like I'm, I'm thinking about this right from um, my perspective. You know what I'm saying as a person who who who's dabbled dabbled in some drugs. You know what I'm saying. Now, it wouldn't be very hard to keep it away from my crew or anybody that I knew. You know what I'm saying because I do that shit in the crib. You feel me at nighttime when there ain't nobody around me. You know what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. That's a smart. So what what I'm thinking is Kanye did that shit smart. You know what I'm saying? Just didn't tell anybody he was high as shit off Oxycontin the night before. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like I said, man, whoever that person, whoever that person or persons that's out there, they got to be sitting on a billion, Mike, a, a billion in cash. Yeah, it's called the, the drug, the pharmacy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The I mean, pharmaceutical industry, I mean, America consumes 99% of the world's supply of oxy, um, hydrocodone. Okay. And uh, a pretty uh, decent percent of its opiates <laughs> in general. So, um, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, for him to be okay, hydrocodone. What, what's that? it's the bomb? Man. Hydrocodone is Vicodin. Yeah, Vicodin. Okay, so for him, because you, like I said, I was about to say, you know, Lord off Larry ain't, ain't fit to come over there and say I got rock blows and pop. You know what I'm saying? Um, but. To find out that he was he was addicted to opiates because you know we have a certain high regard for for um, Kanye, um, one of the top artists, and you know when you hear stories about and hear the revelations that come out like about Prince, um, Michael, um, all these motherfuckers, Prince Michael, Elvis. Um, not El- not that I'm a fan of Elvis, but I only know what kind of music. But it, it, How's it the Rolling Stones still alive? Bombs. Yeah, that's always the big question. <laughs> Drugs. Bombs. <laughs> I think that's the only thing keeping him propped up, especially one motherfucker that's all, uh, Keith Richards. Yeah, How, <laughs> that guy looks like a corpse. He looks like you know, you know, John Paul II on the last twenty years of his. Uh, Papacy or whatever. He just seemed like they were doing the Weekend at Bernie's thing with them, just keeping them propped <laughs> up, you know? Like, I like that movie. <laughs> I did like that. That was one of my favorite movies yeah, back then. Yeah, but that's like, that's like, Keith, that Keith Richards guy, it's like, he's been dead. He must be. Or, or just the drugs are keeping him alive at that point. Shit. Well, well, I mean, yeah. you did you you did know that um, the Jimmy Choo founder uh, husband um, died in rehab. Mm-hmm. Did we talk about that? Mm-hmm. No. He died in rehab, Magic Mike, um, sound guy. But I've heard of stuff like Atlanta. that happening. He died in rehab. This guy was had a hundred thousand dollars a month drug habit. Mm-hmm. Had to take eighty oxycotton pills a day. Mm-hmm. That shit is wild. 
When I read that shit, I'm like, God now, damn. Now if I'm going to serve. He's a billionaire. I'm serve. I'm going to serve it, it, his ass it, it, like no other. You know what? <laughs> <I> would, <laughs> with, a, with a velvet rope, God damn yeah. it. Uh, I that's, think, that's honestly, when it comes to celebrities and them, you know, hiding their drug addictions and all that stuff, I mean, unless you really hitting the hard ones like the coke and the heroin, you can tell. You know what I'm saying? But... You know, it, I, could, I think well, honestly, if you get if the more money you have, it's probably a little easier to hide it. So, could you tell that Kanye w- was on drugs? You know, I That's really kind ones. of have. Like I said, I, I think we talked about my opinion about Kanye. You know, when I was starting college, you know, in you know, something's not right. You know, he was just came out with Gold Digger and was just blowing up and you know when i listened to his older music it it was like you know it was still very early in his career and you know his older music you know was very soulful and i i liked it but i quickly grew to dislike him and uh you know but i didn't detect that he was on drugs there we go we finally got to the answer yeah there we go yeah i'm just saying that i listened to him and i paid attention to him and i want you know because i i did become a fan of him but i didn't notice that no that's all i was saying is that did did you notice that at all i I wouldn't i wouldn't say i noticed that he was on drugs Uh i knew that it was a big change yeah there's a change but it was like and the thing is pressure pressure like he puts a lot of pressure on himself he says like He's the most influential. He's this. He's, he's that. Genius. And he's a genius. And all this shit. Hey man, if you if you so much of of a genius, why are you going off on Louis Vuitton and, and what they talking about? And they they won't help you. Why you ask for all this money, man? Just go out, create. Let the people receive it. They're gonna they're gonna get behind you, support you, and then that's how you blow up. You don't go out here begging and bullshitting and asking. Mark Zuckerberg for fifty million dollars on Twitter. You don't fuck with Twitter. You should have went to Facebook and said he does. <laughs> he has Mark but Zuckerberg on fucking. Kanye Twitter. kills me, but I I I, re, I really used to love Kanye. First album and his last song was called Last Call, where he told his story, man, and he he was still original then, and he was he was still down to earth. But sometimes you gotta you gotta come back home to see where you really was, how far you went. And where you need to go, mm-hmm. how disconnected you really are. Okay, so you should me- be surprised at the people that come back to Chicago just for them sole purposes. Dion Cole comes back regularly and right. comes in Francis mm-hmm. and kicks it. Uh, uh, Common comes in Francis and kicks it. Especially sometimes you, when the shutters are down in Francis on a Sunday, uh-huh. they don't be closed. We close to the public. Okay, a few of the guys that come by. That he really wants to see. Okay. Both of them come in there and they had to start rap ciphers and joke offs and bullshit, you know what I mean? Okay. Just this past Sunday, Tony Schofield, Dion Cole, a lot of other local comedians was in there, uh, Leon Rogers, Corey Holcomb comes up there on the regular just to touch back home to see what you really need, you know, get to get that feeling of missing home, man. Sit your ass down and eat you a, a couple of fries from Harold's with the extra mild sauce on it. You know, see what you're missing. But I think the biggest thing that's really fucking them up is that his mom is gone. And that's mm-hmm. part of the reason why those guys come back home to visit what, I mean, okay, you're right. Um, the mom is gone. Yeah. I, I would say that... Um, that guidance, man. When I, when I get too far going on my bullshit, man, I give old Sharon a call. The mom... The, <laughs> the, mo- the caller. The mom is gone. 
that which happened back in what year? I want to say uh, two thousand eight. Yeah, seven? about eight, eight yeah. seven, eight. somewhere around in there. Because she was trying to get the surgery. Yeah, and like, everywhere she like went, Oprah. yeah, everywhere she went, she, they told her you can't get both of those in the same day. Mm-hmm. What and kind she, of surgery was she trying to get? She was trying to get the lipo and get a breast reduction. Okay, so the, the this thirsty black dude told her to come by his house and he could do it at, her, at his house. Get the fuck out and of here. And sent her home. She's supposed to go straight to the hospital when that man sent her home. You know, but you out there living a life, you know what I mean? And rest in peace, too. I, 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 won't, I won't speak on the man's mother in a negative way, man, but well, I mean, I'm she, sure needed, she needed was... better guidance. And, you know, that's, that's, that's a part of being vain and letting your ego get in the way. Oh, it's almost like slippery. those girls get those butt implants and then, you know, back, what I'm back alley uh, yeah. butt injections. Man, have you ever yeah. rubbed, rubbed one of those booties? I rubbed one about 10 years ago. And what happened? Scared the shit out of me. It's like I was rubbing the back of my head. It was that hard. Really? Yeah. Well, they just put, you know, street grade silicone, not, yeah. not even like, you know, like what you'd use to, you know, for the lighting. I know on somebody your that was in, not on life fucking, support. Uh, and they prayed this lady back to life. Mm-hmm. I washed it with my own eyes. And she got out of the coma she was in and then off life support. And a year and a half later, she went back and let the lady finish the job that she was doing. Damn. Pop it. She has one of the best asses in the world. Bombs! Turn them them bombs up. Honestly, our joke is when I see her, I say, you got an ass to die for, huh? Bombs! (laughs) The first time I said it, she said, I can't stand you. I said, (laughs) (laughs) go ahead. I said, you know, the first time I said it to her, she got a, she got offended. Then she said, "You really are an asshole." I that's what like, that's you, you. You know when I, you make these posts, that's what I get all the time. That's what I see all the time that you <laughs> you asshole. Yeah, you asshole. No, you didn't. This yeah. you asshole. That's yeah. what I get. That's the all the you time. Know, I, I, I say certain <laughs> things. Just to get it, like man, I, I put that picture of that big head dude up, man. You know, oh my like god, I love that. <laughs> you saw I reposted that. How right? many shares he got? He got like nineteen thousand shares. Your like, jokes out there oh are just like goodness. I was just. It's I was pissing man. my I've been pants. Getting so oh many my god. <laughs> and shit from all over the fucking country. Oh my I'm god. Like, I'm not putting he put up sidebar. If you don't know, on Reasonable English Podcast uh, on iTunes now on um, Apple Podcasts. On SoundCloud, download, subscribe, review, leave a comment, share, bombs. Um, he put up a picture of a guy <laughs> who had a bald head with dreads and eyebrows arched. He looked he, the the bald head was all the way back here, the dreads were all the way back, <laughs> back further. Just read everybody, all the puns. And, and Just everybody, read all right, the puns. All like the, the puns. Yeah, yeah. Go to the puns, G. We're going to get back on the Kanye in a minute. We're going to get back on Kanye You got to see the picture of the guy. And but... I said, I wonder where he was headed. <laughs> <laughs> and they weren't in. Oh, you had 4,000 comments. Wow. That shit is ridiculous. Wow. 20,000 shares. That's ridiculous. Who's this nigga, man? I don't know that ugly motherfucker. So ugly. Ugly. Wherever he you was made at, the, he, you, you he made was the, the head of his class. <laughs> yeah, he just keeps going like that. And I was just yeah. <laughs> Nigga said he looked like Predator. <laughs> he kind of, he kind of does. He looks like a Klingon or something. He's, 
<laughs> I just want to see if it. And the first night you I had 20,000 shares. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I was at 20,000 shares in Apple, but listen. I wonder where he was headed. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, boy. That's all you wrote on there was, I wonder where he was headed. And then that it, guy. It kicked, it, it kicked it off. It going and going and going. And it was just. Somebody said, staying ahead of the game. <laughs> Probably oh. has a lot on his mind. <laughs> so stupid. Oh, my God. <laughs> I so like that just... one. <laughs> Probably has a lot on his mind. <laughs> Holes ends are burnt. <laughs> uh, I mean, you gotta trying to get so ahead. You started that shit. Trying to get ahead in life. <laughs> I put on there. I know his mama probably is still mad at him because she's still stitched up. This <laughs> nigga thirty-two oh, years God. ago. So there's just a bunch of motherfuckers just commenting. They just on went that in. Shit. I'm, I'm looking at now. Man. He has twenty thousand shares on this on this picture <laughs> of this guy. All these people have commented. That's hilarious. That, guy, that guy's going to go viral. 1.5K. Um, For just a picture of a guy. In, in likes reaction. Yeah. Likes, emojis, <laughs> all this kind of shit like that. I mean. Um, you, you you probably going to make that guy turn into one of those memes. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> you probably into. Don't, like you, you probably don't. You, don't know. you probably don't kick this oh, guy's fucking. So at night, I, you know, I don't charge up my phone. <laughs> so for two nights, the first two nights. Every morning I woke up, my phone was dead. I was like, what the fuck is my phone doing dead? I don't charge it up. <laughs> yeah. but I, the phone come back on. It's like all this shit on it, you know, all the alerts and the shit. Yeah. So it, it, it don't, I was like, man, this shit is getting to be, yeah, one joke could go too damn far, I see. It's, it's, it's just. <laughs> How many friends you got on Facebook? Like 5,000. But then they started, oh, right. they started, a lot of people was tagging their other friends. Right, like, right. Like, look at this yeah, shit. Yeah. He gets a head start running track. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I, I oh. saw that, and it, I, I think right when you posted it, and I was Go like... Shit, man. Put, Cut the I whole head off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Rewind. How do you um, get dreads in this? That shit happens. Um, so I, I want to read some of the Kanye uh, tweets tweets and shit that he got, uh, Sound God and Elena. Um New ideas will no longer be condemned by the masses. We are on the frontier of massive change, starting from breaking out of our mental prisons. I feel like I'm an 18-year-old again when making beats for Nas. Donald Glover's a free th free thinker. Have you been watching Atlanta uh, Magic? Yeah. Did you understand the Teddy Perkins episode? I felt like he was a crazy dude. And uh, to, for him to come get the piano, uh -huh. it just shows how bad you really want something. Because at that I went in the basement and seen that crazy motherfucker down there. Fuck that piano. But he wanted it that bad. But I I, I, I thought it was like famous drove this guy so far beyond who he was. Mm -hmm. I, I, I used the point that he was taking a jab at Michael Jackson. You know what I mean? The, the bald ostrich egg shit was, was weird. Yeah. I, I started watching that show, and then I, I stopped. It, it, it didn't really – does it get better? I like the last week's episode. Well, last week's episode was good about Paperboy. Um, the, the, the Teddy Perkins episode, ass? I couldn't, huh? When they whip Paperboy Yeah, ass. they whip Paperboy What the, they whip them for? Shit. Once well, again. They, they, they try to jack them. They try to jack them. Right, em. once again, it's Danny that, Red, it's Red, that yeah. perception and pedestal. Yeah. We got these motherfuckers on a pedestal and perception when they get on TV and when they get on in, in film and shit like that and they get in this music. 
we got these motherfuckers on perceptions and pedestals. Like, I didn't know Kanye was on opioids. So it's a surprise to know that we understood about the mental health shit. I was like, he was an asshole. The breakdown shit, but I didn't know he was on Zans or, you know, whatever else that he's taking amongst his crew because, you know, tra- the, the uh, uh, Travis Scott, he does the shit. You know what I'm saying? That's all he talks about in his music is getting high. You know what I'm saying? Or getting high with the white girls and shit like that, period. You know? So, so it's like. Doing some of that shit would have uh, chilled Kanye out from his uh, pseudo artistic bullshit he was If on. you don't stay I mean, grounded. You're going to lose who yeah. you really are. Well, so you got to stay grounded. You got to look at uh, entertainers who have managed to stay grounded. And it's and it's gone on record as an, another part of his camp. Kid Cudi is a cocaine addict. Yeah. A re- yeah. When the rehab and everything, a cocaine addict. I mean, it's not too, like I said, it's not too much to talk about, right? No. How, how'd Richard Pryor do it? Because I think he was bigger than all of these people. Richard Pryor said he told his drug dealer, in a true story, he said he told his drug dealer, no, his drug dealer told him, he said he he was like, man, I'm scared for you, Rich, man. You, you're doing this shit too much. You got me coming over <laughs> to the crib. He's like, Richard said he told him, man, this going to be my last weekend, man. Just give me something to get me through the weekend. Today, Friday, I'll just give me the, give me the Monday. He's like, all right, man, fuck it, man. How much you need? He said, give me two keys. He said, God damn, Rich. <laughs> two keys? In a weekend. Damn. But uh, what's the fat guy name? Louis Anderson? Uh-huh. He said him and Rich was coming up together. So uh-huh. he said when he got on, Rich called him over to the crib. He said, white girl opened the door. The other white girl sitting down with Rich, giving him some head. Said he had a, a mound of cocaine dick. on the table. And he said, you can't touch shit in here. I just want to motivate you. (laughs) Bombs! Oh, man! (laughs) Because he said, they used to score like the little, you know, the little $10 cocaine and shit, you know. He said, when Rich really got on, he said, he called him over to the the shit. He said, said, you can't touch shit in here. I just want to motivate you, baby. Bombs! look, Look at Rick James. That's what I'm saying. Like, but, the, I mean, Richard like, Pryor, you know, was honest about it. So, you know, he incorporated that into his comedy at some point, you yeah. know. And, it, it, you know, obviously it wasn't a secret. And, you know. But what the fuck is up with the these guys' problem? <laughs> these new, like. It's pressure to perform, man. It's pressure to, to keep that lifestyle up that you live in now. Now, now you, you, you've amassed a lot of responsibility. Not only are you just taking care of Mike and your your, your children and your wife, right. now you take care of your brother and his kids and, and, and the people that's working around you. A lot of people count on you, man. The entertainment industry sick. has if you always sick, been now you got to rebook that show abuse. for the whole night. So all that all that that stadium has to be paid for. The people who work in the stadium has to be paid for. All that is depending on you and, and your performance. I, I, I understand You're that. Showing up. I understand that. It's pressure. But what I'm saying is. Like the guys back then, the celebrities back then, the entertainers, they were all on that shit, and it was way worse back then. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? It wasn't worse or better. I mean, drugs nowadays, I mean, the purity of, you know, even the heroin that, like, you know, the biggest bands were getting back in the, um, you know, 70s was about 12% pure. Now you buy, you know, 
decent shit in Chicago. You're, I mean, granted, Sinaloa dumps all their shit in Chicago anyways. A lot of people don't um, talk about it. And then it's distributed throughout the rest of the United States. So yeah. you're going to, I mean, the market's just flooded here. But you're going to come up with shit that's 80 to 90% pure. I mean, and then the same thing has happened even with, you know, less harmful drugs like marijuana. I mean, back in the day, you know, the... Just like, you know, had the marginal percentage of THC. And nowadays, you know, you see just crystallization, these things that don't even look, doesn't even look like weed, you know, it looks like it's covered in, you know, Coke or something. I that's why I, that's like, I want to bring El Chapo's case here. Hmm. This is one of his main markets. The twins, the, the, the twins that was I, on um, his case. When I worked at uh, as a security guard, I um, knew a guy who, uh, I knew a couple of those dudes who uh, used to, you know, sell sell some of that coke in the bar. Yeah, and that shit was crazy because they like I'm talking about they walk in with like for real like snakeskin boots or gator skin boots and like real fucking hats that are five six hundred dollars thousands of dollars you know oh, and they're buckles dude, that are all talk like about the guys that you know, work at the strip club that, that you never months. know what their job is Callie but Murray, you're they, like they man they're here huh. Yeah, I knew one of his personal guys that was really yeah. supplying a lot of the half of the South Side. Yeah. So, so with Kanye, he was like, yeah, I got rid of my last lawyer. Why? Because he wouldn't come to work full time. As I also asked my last manager to come work full time for Yeezy, of course. The last lawyer manager said no. So now I hired a CEO and a CFO, and now I have full two, two full-time lawyers as of now. We have 160 positions to fill by the end of the year, Yeezy will hit a billion dollars this year. It is the second fastest growing company in history. It is a unicorn on its way to becoming a deacon corn. Oh, what? <laughs> a deacon corn. Decacorn. I don't know what the fuck that is. I'm currently. Uh, a unicorn with 10 horns. Listen, listen. Yeah. Listen to this. I'm currently the single highest paid person in footwear. That means I make more money on the shoes than Michael Jordan. Does he really? There's been a lot of fake news, so I just wanted to give you the facts. Yeezy will become the biggest apparel company, apparel company, in human history by working with the most genius mm. level talents and creating product at an affordable price. I hired the head of of supply chain from the Gap. We will reach the prices, I promise. I'm the generation's Ford Hughes Jobs Disney. When did he write this or say this? Today, all this was, all this was 14 hours ago. 14 hours ago? Okay, because ago, I saw, like, you know, his, his fashion show back over the summer when, you know, the models were fainting in the sun and they were all just wearing drab sort of beige bodysuits and, you know, they were selling white T-shirts just for, you know, $200. I, I didn't understand what the fuck it looked like, a Hanes T-shirt. Um and what and and they didn't even he didn't even advertise it as anything else. It's just like you know a cotton people T-shirt. Bu- and people you know? bought that shit up just because of him. Well, I mean, if he gets a contract with the Gap and wants to sell it through the Gap, and it's not going to be that expensive. One hundred twenty-five dollars yeah. for a, t- a white T. Two hundred dollars for a a white T-shirt, yeah. like like a Hanes undershirt. This is what he said, Harvey Levin of TMZ. You're hearing from the future presidents. Let's be friends. Oh, please. fuck Harvey Levin. He's nobody. Please. I've been on fucking TMZ. Come on, man. Really? Yeah. We'll talk about that. Please never use the word erratic to describe a person who's economically and psychologically empowered. Magic Mike, he said, People Magazine, watch how you speak my name. You will love a pair of Yeezys. Don't, <laughs> don't play yourself. 
Now I can get back to the. He said, "Oh, and Ebro, I love you. I'm gonna let you finish." But the Charlemagne interview is one of the best interviews of all time. He, he's saying also that he's getting offered ten million dollars for that interview. What interview? What him and Charlemagne did. Who was this? I guess what whenever it um whenever it took place or whatever. Oh, or they did an interview. And I guess he did, did. I guess you know what what happened was remember that interview he did with uh the kid from over in, in uh, Europe. In London or the Zang Low. Yeah. And remember how big that interview fucking was? Yeah. Cause I think we talked about it on the podcast, didn't we? No, we uh Oh, was that before such? Yeah, that that was before. Okay. Um We did talk about him uh going off on Sweet Up. Um Start Ralphed up. He said the Yeezys three fifties sell four hundred thousand pair in four hours. Only thing close to this is the iPhone, the Desert Rat five hundred. Sold 250000 in one hour on Coachella. Please do not try to play Yeezy or anyone who wears Yeezy. We are the future. <laughs> the Yeezy 700, um, Magic Mike sound guy, Lena, is Adidas' most requested shoe. Adidas have been great partners. They let me Yeezy be Yeezy. This could have never happened at Nike. You going to get some Yeezys if they go no. to Adidas? I'm, they, he's, he's with Adidas. He's been with Adidas. I, I, I can't get none. That's the reason why I mean he's able to talk that shit about him making more money is because he sells a limited. He oh, they don't mass produce like they do the Jordans, so the Jordans is like you know the, 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 these Jordans that they keep coming out with every year and just repackaging the name, rename, rebranding the name and shit. It's the same fucking Jordans for the last whatever years that he played. Thirty four with, with different colors. It's the same shit, and Jordan only good in. Jordan's only getting a hundred million dollars a year. One twenty five. You know what I'm saying? So he, I mean, that's a nice check. Only like Don't get me wrong. That, that, that's a nice. That's a nice ass fucking check. Don't get me wrong. But in essence, if you selling, if you got smaller amounts that you're selling at a higher price point, what you expect? He's got. He's got his shit in the same line, the same ide- ideologies. As the Balenciagas and and uh, um, the Prada shoes with those prices, have you ever been on Barney's uh, website? Oh, yeah. Have you been on Barney's website, Lena? No. Go on Barney's website. Take a look at the motherfucking prices on them shoes. Barney's New York. Yeah. Go on Barney's New York. You can look at Prada. Really expensive. Balenciagas, all these motherfucking shits that niggas give free advertisement to in their hip hop raps and shit. I don't yeah. wear nothing that I can't pronounce the name of. Right, we you know, we know you got on ponies right now. Nikes on. Right, right. Guess. Don't play him. I got on uh, three stripes. Yeah. Um, Magic Mike has on what? Michael Jordan's. Okay. Jordan ones. Jordan ones. Special to me. Eighty four. Got you. Um, I got these at a thrift shop. The, the guest? Yeah. Go for it. All right. Um, I love it when you make a find like that. What? What? what so, so what? This, wait a minute. The Charlemagne interview just got an offer on $10 million. Yo, Should we hold out for 100 Jay, Virgil, Obama, Trump, and mental health. Just a few things that were discussed. Charlemagne, the new Oprah. That's what he said, Magic. What he was about to say. How does he come back from this if this album flops? How does he come back? He comes out in June, right? Yep, June This uh, shit has first. to really work. He got to have some shit that's beyond what he's saying in these tweets. Yeah. Because 
in this cruel world now with Twitter, what what happened to the to the George Bush don't care about black people, Kanye? What happened to that Kanye? That yeah. motherfucker got lost in Europe. What happened to that motherfucker got lost in Europe? What? That motherfucker got lost. Um, Kim Kardashian happened. No, too. I'm gonna tell you that motherfucker got lost in Europe when he was pursuing that fashion shit. That motherfucker got lost when his mama died. Um, and, and it culminated with the whole MTV shit. With uh, Taylor Swift. Yeah. I don't think it culminated. It, it, it kept going. He kept making, you know, social faux pas after, you know. You know what happens when a, to a person that wins a it's lot? It's just at that point that? it was expected. And they never lose? What's that? That first loss could be devastating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could be so devastating that they can't get back from it. So you say So you have to balance it out. Too much of anything is not good for nobody. Okay. Too much of anything is not good for nobody. If you're not eating no meat, that's good. That's, that's, go eat. Hey, yeah. We're go doing try to eat ten, the same go thing. Go try to eat same 10 time. pounds of grapes. You're going to make yourself sick. You know what I mean? Sidebar. Give me a sidebar. Rewind right quick. Sidebar. Rewind. <laughs> I want to get. I want to say something real, just real quick. We're gonna go back to what Magic Mike's point. Hold your point, right quick. Yeah. For all you motherfuckers who in social media who talked about Fab like a motherfucking dog, start going back and listening to his music now. Him and Broad never broke the fuck up. Never broke up. They was out in Coachella together as a couple. They talked all that shit. All you women. Out there talked all that shit. I ain't fucking with Fab ever again. All you niggas, I'm not listening to no more music. Fab makes. Oh, no more music at all, period. Fab makes. Once again, you don't leave to go broke. What'd he do? He threatened the uh his his uh child's mother for 13 years, 15 years, uh threatened to shoot the brother and the father. And supposedly uh, uh, got a court order case on him for hitting her in the mouth that we've never seen pictures of. Right. So social media, when a blaze about Fab annihilated him for a couple of days, he still stayed touring while all that shit was going on. And basically now it came out two days ago or a day ago or whatever that they were at Coachella together and all is well. You know what I'm saying? Magic, you want to expound on that just a little bit? Just personal experiences, man. Uh, if somebody hits your daughter in the mouth seven times or whatever, there's nothing going to hold me back, not security. If somebody hit my sister in the mouth, nobody going to hold me back. Uh, they said he allegedly, somebody, they took $300,000 out of his account and she let him, so he went off. Whatever the case may be, hey, man, your celebrity, it, it's not like you're going to stop listening to... Uh, uh, him and Lil Mo sing Superwoman. Da 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 da. No, damn. You're not. You're not gonna do that. Like celebrities, some celebrities can get away with a lot of shit. Yeah. R. Kelly is the main one. Yeah, we man. all he act is like unscathed. Have you, you seen him on that tape? He's not unscathed. Have you seen him he on is. that fucking sex tape? Fix that camera. Piss on that little girl. As a, and fuck her yeah. and all that shit. And then you still. Fell for the step in the name of love. You still fell for that? Yeah. Come on, man. I mean, it's not this. I watched him at the, at the, at the Heineken uh, show that day uh-huh. with Big Daddy Kane. He came out there. It was just 
as if he never did nothing. And this shit comes and, up as a cycle every year, Magic Sound yeah. Guy Lane. Every year these accusations come up like clockwork. Man, they took But the, in R. Kelly's defense, she ain't look she was sixteen. And she still with him. She's still with him to this day, man. The reason why the shit took so long to get to court was she did not speak in is because she was paying he was paying her parents thirty thousand dollars a month. They was wait they was weighing it out. The shit didn't go to court till he was eighteen. Till she was eighteen. She was thirteen at the time, man. Damn. Yeah, man. I thought she was sixteen. You gotta look at the kid, man, on there. Yes. Gotta look at the kid, man. How Kelly, he has a, he has a, he has a but real 13? sickness, I but that people overlook it. I watch niggas in the hoop with him overlook what he's on, but and they don't give him a fucking dime. But he's a fucking celebrity. But correct, unscathed, and, he, and, he, and he's paying every, every year. You piss in my daughter's face. It's no amount of money, man. They're gonna have rest in peace. That's that's Songs what for I you mean. Every year, like they do for Biggie, man. That's what I mean, though, when you say unscathed. I wouldn't say he's unscathed because whenever you... I guess for people that aren't really into R. Kelly, I mean, yeah, his music still gets played regularly and everything, but, I mean, you know, when, when people mention R. Kelly, you're either going to hear, you know, comments about him being, like, you know, pervert, uh, peeing on that little girl, you know. It's certainly not, like, reputation-wise, like, unscathed. I mean, yeah, in, in some way, yeah, it, it didn't ruin his career. It certainly didn't ruin his career, but no, I wouldn't it say didn't, but he can't, he, he, he can't live the way he used to because he's paying a there's so many accusations going about this man. Right. And there's so yeah. many there true things going about him. Uh, sexual I know a young lady things. that got 250000 from him <laughs> for some wild shit he did to her while she was braiding her hair. What do you do? And, and, and. <laughs> you know this person personally? Yeah. What do What he do? 140 characters. What do he do? She got bra- She okay. was braiding his hair. Uh huh. He told her to stop. He turned around, called his guys in the room. So. They could see her, give him some head. He came on her face and on her shirt. He made her late to go pick up her daughter. She called her sister, told her what happened. He threw her $100. And she said, I more than I need more than that. That was what you was going to pay me for anyway. You got to pay for my daughter. Me picking my daughter late because it's a dollar a minute. He told her, bitch, beat it. What? Her daughter said, meet me. His, her sister said, meet me at. The police station, 63rd and Lomas. And the and death sergeant happened to know him. R. Kelly and his people mm-hmm. called his man, his accountant guy. Mm-hmm. They got on the phone. Daryl got over there. They went from 1 o'clock in the morning to negotiate to 10 o'clock the next morning. That's what they settled at, 250. God damn. My man, this is my man's baby mama. All because you want some head. They spent up all the money my man and hung himself. I mean, true story. But Stories. I mean, I don't even know. Wait, 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 wait. Story. Say it again. Stories. The reason why. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. What? You gotta get some mustard and ketchup. She was going to sue his ass and put this shit out in the public. So but the account, how? Like, like, how? He had all these people surrounding him to, you know, exonerate him. Say, right? You know, because she did it under her free will. No, he forced her to suck his dick. Oh, okay. I thought he had the other people. In he the room called to him be in there like, and said, "Bitch, oh, suck see, my dick." This girl's another. Do you want to suck my dick? Yes. Okay. No, I don't know. No. I thought he was trying to exonerate. He stood up while he was getting hair braided and told her to suck his dick. So, mm. 
Dude, it was a case there. That's, it, 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 it was a case there. That's why. And the, then he tried to give her two one hundred dollars. That was for the hair anyway. Shit. Get his hair braided. You know what I'm saying? You got to catch up. You got to for for one second. Get deep down and try to be black, because black no, people understand I, I, this. I under, look, it's, uh, you, can't, you can't go to the to the disgusting. judicial side of this. Yeah, you know, and he fucked over. I, so what? What'd you say about um? She they spent the two hundred fifty two hundred fifty thousand and then what? Like eleven months. My man killed himself. Hung himself because all that money was gone. Or? Money was gone. You know, stressed out, man. He ain't had no family, really. You know, this is the he, he dealing with the his baby mama that sucked on Kelly Dick. Not everybody in the neighborhood knows. He's still his lady though. So basically, our Kelly killed that man. Yeah, if yeah. you really think yeah. about it. Basically, yeah. Yeah. So rewind. Let's his, get back. His suicide. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't so we getting back on Kanye again, or, or which one? Well, well, Kanye, man, he got to figure it out. He got to get some real ones around here. He got to get some therapy, some real therapy. But it's going to be hard. Long, long as he's married to that Kardashian girl. Yeah. And they got three kids in. She stuck up for him today, too, bro. And, and, and yeah, she's going to do she that. she will. You know, you know, her mama. Look at what mama is. Free Look who her stepdad is. Her stepdad is now her stepmama. Free thinkers. <laughs> The fuck, yeah, yeah. they—they'll fuck you up, man. You gotta, you gotta get out of that se- that sense of they—they'll fuck oh, you up, around. man. Oh, hey, this what he said. This what he said. Free thinkers don't fear retaliation for your thoughts. The traditional thinkers are only using thoughts and words, but they are in mental prison. You are free. You've already won. Feel energized. Move in love, not fear. Be afraid of nothing. You don't have to agree with Trump, but that can But the mob can't make me not love him. We are both dragon energy. He is my brother. I love everyone. I don't agree with everything anyone does. That's what makes us individuals. And we have that right to independent thought. If your friend jumps off the bridge, you don't have to do the same. Yay being yay is a fight for you to be you. For people in my life, the idea of Trump is pretty much a 50-50 split, but I don't tell Hillary supporter not to support Hillary. I love Hillary too. He then goes on to keep saying he's thinking about the sunken place and and talks about this, and you I know, just saw that movie. Um, he um, speaks on about he took a picture with Trump, um, uh, "Make America Great Again" hat, yeah, along with uh, Lucy and Greg and and Leo Cohen. Um, both of those are mu- music industry persons. Um, Yeezy Venture Contr- Venture Capital invests in and develops food, clothing, shelter, and communications. Um, fair tech strategy, unlearn linear thinking, hit you with the zigzag thick thoughts. You know what Kanye really wants? What is that? He wants the power. That's one thing he don't have is the power that Jay Puff privately have. No, like they they got that power to make shit move and make shit happen. Right. He don't come off as that dude. He, he he's not respected like that. Beyonce got that power too. Yeah, she, she, yeah, she a, does get that power. That's a whole nother form of power. That she He's trying to brand himself. She created her own fucking Greek, <laughs> Greek. What you call it? Uh, chapter shit. But you know, like you know, yeah, he's trying to brand himself. But the problem is, is that what is his brand really? I, I, 
just as someone that isn't particularly into him and just a, an outside observer, I could say, you know, I could see what his brand could have became. But then, you know, like you said, he got lost in the whole, uh, you know, process, uh, the tragedies happening to him, you know, just, uh, you know, fame, you drugs, whatever. Like you know, it's just it. I don't know what 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 really is his brand. What does he stand for? He wants to be. He wants to be that that person of, like he said, the the innovator. He wants to be the next um, Steve Jobs. He wants to be the next. Uh, you don't get there saying that that Trump is a free thinker and innovator either. He's just somebody that you know happened to end up in that situation because he Trump wanted to is start. A bullshitter. He he is. He wanted he to start. He never to wanted to be president. Hey, check out check out Fire and Fury. He never wanted to be president. He was hoping to lose, but start his own TV network that would have been sort of another conservative news network. You know, Trump TV is this whole thing. And he was probably the most disappointed person in the world when he won. But, you know, now he has to deal with it. So... Uh, he has no idea what he's doing, and that's apparent. Um, but to call him an innovator just because he didn't wasn't expected to win, or you know, hasn't done things traditionally, that doesn't make you an innovator. That just makes some. You just got lucky. You're a glorified asshole. That's what you are. You know. Yeah. So so. Uh, um, on the ignorance, on the backs of people that are are broken, ignorant, and you know uneducated, and you know are just desperate to blame it on immigrants or what have you. And like I said, you know this always happens with Kanye when he's in album mode. You know when album's about to drop, this is his own marketing controversy to sell records, to have his song stream, listen to. And everything, you know, he, he this is what he does. He did this a couple of years ago when it was time for um San Pablo. Right. He went had beef with uh Wiz Khalifa. You remember that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um these things happened with him. Uh he but he brought Chance the Rapper in there. Chance the Rapper was like, you know, um black people should black people all black people, something like that, as far as the whole gist of uh black people sh- and Democrats. Um, yeah, I really, really, really need. This. So everybody was everybody from from Chicago was like, you know, <laughs> what's really going on? You know what I'm saying? Uh, with with our Chicago rappers and shit like that. So Chicago gonna... needs some new rappers, like some some like it needs a, it's, it needs a new change. You know what I'm saying? As far mm-hmm. as rappers coming out and shit. But I really do feel like like this is it's Chicago's time to shine again. I say again, um, it's it's coming up soon. I just don't know who the artist is going to be, but there's a lot of good music coming out. I mean, Chicago, out Chicago stylistically influenced music, you know, rap music recently. But I, you know, well, nah, not so much recently. I mean, Some of the drill music and shit like that sort of feet, sort of orchestrate music has come from Chicago. He said, right. like Chance Rapper said, right. black people don't have to be Democrats. No, we 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 really no. don't. No, but. Uh, Pushes being a Democrat. Who? Where we go every Sunday, the pastor. Yeah, I agree. The preacher. That, that's that's how we got sold on that. We like one time we were Republicans, and we uh we had our own. We thought for ourselves. Yeah. We 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 had a strong hold on the community. 
Now we lost that somewhere. We we lost our uh, spirituality. We lost our identity. Identity has been so fucked up and trashed and tarnished within the last fifteen years. Um, rewind. We got we to gotta clean hip hop up, man. We got somebody has to come through hip hop great again with some with some ammonia nah, and some bleach going on, and clean this shit up. I got we fucked up. Fuck. I got to ask you three. Um, have you all been paying attention to any news that's non Kanye that involves Starbucks? That involves Waffle House. Yeah. Oh, the Waffle House. Of course. Shit. That involves mm-hmm. the golf club. I don't know about the Waffle House, but I know about Starbucks. Your thoughts on Starbucks? Maybe I should go get free coffee. <laughs> pop, pop. <laughs> Your thoughts on Starbucks? What that story? What, okay, refresh my, remem- refresh my memory with the story. Two guys. You, go ahead, imagine. Two guys, African Americans walk into Starbucks, and they approximately they are approximately in there for two minutes before the lady uh, asks them to be moved. White woman. Remove themselves from the uh, establishment. Then she calls the police and has them escorted out. They were there for a business meeting. They are they are uh, real estate investors and real, uh, real estate guys. And so since they hadn't purchased nothing, she felt like they were a threat. And uh, somebody pulled out a phone and recorded it. And uh, the actually the white other white patrons who was in there were actually taking up for these two black guys saying, "Look, they did absolutely nothing." Why are they being handcuffed? You know, basically what Bernie Mac said in Players Club. Why are they being prohibited? So uh, they they took them out and they found out these guys had no guns on them. They had no warrants. They told them everything that happened. And once the video went viral, here comes all the, of the apologies. And we're sorry. And we did this and we did that. Magic Johnson sold Starbucks back 100 Starbucks the other day. Really? Yeah. He, he sold them 100 of them back. Okay. I mean, it's the actions of one woman, you know. I I don't know if that should reflect on the entire chain. Woman? What are you talking about? You said it was one woman that called the cops. Yeah, well, you have to pay for that. Denny, Denny's been paying out lawsuits for years. Okay. Because when, you, when you're being racist, <laughs> right? Denny's. I mean, I, well, I, you know, I yeah. could see as how this woman should, you know, have to. She paid. She she mutually agreed to walk away because she was getting. Threats and all right, that stuff. Right, and I mean, of course. Is, it was a camera there, and it was proof. Right. They did absolutely nothing. Right. So in this day and age, you have to really think. But they cuffed them first anyway, even though yeah. they, until there was proof they did nothing. Yeah, exactly. And they that's fucked. Out. That's fucked up. And they, and and they had them, in, they had them locked up for over uh, nine hours. Would you? They didn't let them out till like 1 o'clock in the morning. fucked. But here's the issue that I had. The issue I'm having is that you know, they got on Good Morning America and said, we want a seat at the table. No, you don't. Well, the thing is, the reason why they want to so sit, they, they, you know why they want to sit at the table? Why? Because nobody's really giving them no sound advice, is as, as, as what I would say. I mean, man, I would be so fucked up. I'd tell them every time I smell coffee, I, I'd, I'd go to having fits and jumping. <laughs> <laughs> I go bananas. But you said they want a seat at the table. Millennials, millennials. The fuck does that mean? How old are you? I'm 32. 
How old are you? 31. Millennials. I'm not a fucking We're millennial, man. 32 is just a cutoff age, by the way. <laughs> Born in 81. 85. So, 85. Damn. Millennial. <laughs> 85 millennial, is a cutoff. Man. Okay, bro. All right. I'm not going to argue with no, you. No, I looked this up. Yeah. 85 is a cutoff for a millennial. Okay. Fuck that shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> once again, millennials have this this thinking that um, everything is okay. We're going to be going to get along. Everything is cool. The Obama, you know, theory thinking, uh, you know, um, I was born in right before Clinton got in, involved in presidency and shit like that. Um, I grew up mm. on a PlayStation. Everything's cool. Everything's there great. Was, I there wanted, was fucking uh, Clinton. There was, come on, uh, there was come on eight with the years of George W. Bush. Come on. Nobody, nobody, no, with, uh, the eight years of George W. Bush, only thing you remember from that is what? 911 and the fucking uh, uh, bad oh. economy, right? Bad economy and 911 that we're still trying to recover from. What, George W. George Bush? George W. Bush's was presidency school, was Joe. first marked with, I mean, uh, just Yeah, but the, you went to war during his time. Just the beginning of it, yeah, I mean, I did was go to fucked war. up. Right, he was in war during his time, right? I still don't understand how that makes me a millennial. Okay. But, um. I mean, just the <laughs> fact that, I mean, his election, uh, the election started out as him being president was, Debatable. you know, debatable. Um. You know, very debatable. The recount but what Florida. I'm trying to say, what and I'm trying to say to I get, you, what I'm going to tell you, I'll tell you everything I remember about the fucking Bush administration. If you want to sit here for about seventy five hours, no, but, no, you know, no, 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 no. But what I'm trying to huckies, go ahead, right? Uh-huh. Pop it. <laughs> but don't tell me I. Oh, I remember about it. It's fucking the nine eleven happened. That's what they fucked us around. What I'm trying to say is that they wanted to. They said they want a seat at the table. No, you play this out, you get your money. You play this out and go open, and then you sit up and say, Look, my delegation, go patronize other coffee shops that are owned by you, that people that look like you. Fastest way to, we can march, protest, we can tear it up, shit, or whatever. Still not gonna be shit at all, period. So out of. African-American people that work... I said African-American. That, that ain't going to do shit. You know what shuts us down? Not spending money You know what shutting Toys R Us down? Amazon. Motherfuckers at home shopping off the fucking I love computer. Amazon. You know what's and fucking... All I'm saying is that you know what's Starbucks... Fucking up all this shit up? Hold on, hold on. Hold that thought. Walmart. Don't, don't. Walmart has a monopoly on these neighborhoods and these communities like no other. That's a large yeah. word. Look at that word, Monopoly. You monopolize something. So you say they people, shouldn't have a seat at the table? No. Don't have a seat at the table. Get your money. Get your shit. And get out the way and try to bring something back to your community. Right. That's gonna I be agree. Worthwhile. That's going to really create interest from the top down to the baby. But no. see what then you got. So, the, so that's 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 from the that's from the uh the, the patriarch and and and, and uh and uh, matriarch of the family, mm-hmm. all the way down to the baby that's being expected. So the only people that's really doing that now is Walmart, because that's who you shop at Walmart for. Everybody from the grandmama to the baby that's just being expected, right. because they have them on the fucking what registry for the baby shop. Right. And you got to go there, and they making you depend on these super WalMarts because now they have fucking tires, fucking uh, 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 gym equipment. Then they got the, of course, they got the electronics. Then they got the store. Then they got the drawers. And, you know, all this shit they got in there. And they have a pharmacy. 
And they have a money center where, they, where you can Walmart to Walmart money. And, shit. and they sell Jordans. If you, you know, I wouldn't do that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but for the, the necessities is what they have in there. Right, but okay. But, Target but, too, to some extent. I'm coming to you in one second. They want a seat at the table instead of them playing this whole, you know, boycott this in this way. Boycott it in this way, whereas take your black dollar since you don't respect us enough. You had a representative that doesn't respect us enough and wants to treat us well. Now, they responded greatly. I give them kudos. They responded greatly, man. They're going to shut down a whole day so they can do um, sensitivity training, racial uh, uh, training, period. But probably for most people that work there isn't necessary. Well, for Starbucks? What's not necessary? It's probably not necessary for most people that work at Starbucks to receive sensitivity training. Well, you need that. I think so now, yes. For one individual to do that. The CEO said, look, we can shut down all 8,000 stores. I'm not saying it's a bad move. I'm not saying it's a bad move for the corporation. The corporation responded greatly, and I'm quite sure they cut them a check, but I'm just saying these guys was talking about they want a seat at the table and all this other kind of shit like that. Nah, I don't want no That's how you cover your ass for the next lawsuit that comes down the pipe. I don't want no seat Look, at the table. Look, we did this here. We, we, we gave her sensitive training. We gave them racial training because this kid comes from 95th and, let's say, 95th and Vernon, oh, Princeton Park. Right. But he's working on Roosevelt. And 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 uh, Wabash right here at right. Starbucks. Mm-hmm. So this kid has never been around white people, white people, mm-hmm. no other race but black people. But somehow he slipped to the, through the cracks. He didn't go to jail. He graduated from high school, but his his speech isn't well off enough to understand. It. So he probably talks broken English and great slang. What you but want somehow, that? You want that caramel blast, shouty? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's lit. And he probably talks a different way than what he's going to be talked to. So you want some extra cream to look like you, don't you? It's like like like, like they talking about. <laughs> they, they got the, right. That's what you. Tra- I'm just giving you an example. They're talking about bridging the gap between generations. You got to bring bridge the gap between cultures. Yes. So the white culture is in a whole different culture from the black culture. Just because you hear Chief Keefe and them say certain shit on the fucking record. That experience that he's that he has had growing up until where he's at now can never be taught on a one fucking album because that's sixteen years of fucked upness. Yeah, mm-hmm. bullshit. You got two cable bills in your name and you can't watch TV at night the way you want to. You know what I'm saying? You yeah, got so much shit on you before you ways. even you know. I can understand why people crack up under pressure mainly white people, because they're being born into you're going to be something. As to being told as a black kid, you ain't going to be shit. Right. You, you're going to be just like your nothing-ass daddy. Right. You got a be, cable bill so in my you, name. Not, not, now, you, now, you, now you get the wheels trying. I, I had an electric bill in my name. Yeah. When I was little, I had a, you, I had a cable bill in my name. I man. never had nothing in my name. I, you know what I had in my name? What? A bunch of Columbia House CDs. I, I put every every name that could go in front of Walton, I put it in there. Jamal Walton. Of course, Michael <laughs> Walton. Elena Walton. When that fucking box showed up two weeks later, I had a CD collection out of this world. My boy. Okay, so, but, but, but what I'm saying also now, 
we we talked we touched on the Starbucks, Waffle House. Did you know about what happened with that? Nope. Okay, two different incidents that happened at Waffle House. Four young men, I mean, four young black people got killed by um, a white guy from Morton, Illinois, was was 29 years old. Oh, okay, I remember that, yeah. Elena, yeah. Did, you, did you know about that? Um, he had mental health issues. He said Taylor Swift was sw- following him around. Right. And stalking him. Right. He was fucked up. All this down in Nashville. But his dad gives him the guns back. Who should be Three charged. Times. Three times. Who should be charged for that as an accomplice. He and, should be. And they took yeah, his guns mentally, away from him. Uh, yeah. But they I gave mean, him back to his father. Person you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, if you give a felon a gun, I mean, how how many years in Because um, he did some crazy shit a few years ago. He went up by the White House or something, right? Yeah. Last fuck year. Him. Yeah, fuck the Yeah, last year. Same Wait, was that, that was the same kid? Same guy. Same that, was, that was out in front of the White House? He, you say he was a. Uh, he wanted to meet Trump last year because he's he's part of a sovereign state, or he's a sovereign person or whatever. So he's not. He doesn't have any affiliation with being American, and everything. So he took the civil liberty and, and killed those four people, and shot the whole shot the whole Waffle House up, before you know the young young black guy tackled him down, who risked his life to do such. But the other incident is you know in Saraland, Alabama. Um, young black woman was accosted by three or four different white police officers, all because of some fifty cent utensils. That's when I heard about. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, they, you can see, look at the video, and you can see the video of her breasts being exposed, all because they're trying to arrest her. But they, well, over, over over what? She was mad about. Not, she was upset that you know she was being charged. 50 cent for plastic wear because she requested plastic wear. See, what happens is, you know, down south, they go down to Waffle House after the club, after wherever they go to. And they said she was drunk, brought liquor in, um, loud and shit like that. And, you know, white white woman that's that's, uh, the waitress couldn't, didn't want to take it. Um, Called the police instead of giving, giving her the district manager's number. And she... That's when the police got called on video is being seen, um, being accosted by the police, trying to be put in handcuffs, revert, you know, being choked down and shit like that and everything. So I'm gonna look that up. I haven't look I it up, man. That. Look it's it up. up. Um also in Philly, uh black judges, women black judges were um told to get off a golf course by the white people that were following them. Look that shit up. Hmm. Yeah, they were kicked out of the uh, the golf course. What was your thoughts on that one, Magic? Real quick, was Meek Meek Mills judge or one of them? <laughs> was she? In I don't think she was. Meek Mills free now. Yeah, he's free, and uh, and, and uh, black people were happy yesterday, like their granddaddy just woke up from the dead again. What the fuck? I'm I'm glad that he's out of jail. I'm I'm, I'm happy for that. But man, the last thing I would have wanted to do was go watch some niggas play some basketball. I'm going to get me some pussy. I've been locked up for five months and had no parts and no pussy. Is you crazy? Uh, my thoughts on the, on the judges. They are people are going to let you know how they feel. Don't be don't be so shocked to just because you got your uh, degrees and you become a judge. 
Don King said it best. If you what? get to be educated, you're just an educated nigga. If you get to be rich, you're just a rich nigga. Yeah. If you go to jail, you're a nigga in jail. No matter how you look at it, you're going to be a nigga for life. They're not ever going to change the way they look at you. If you're an entertainer, you're just a singing and dancing entertaining nigga. <laughs> yeah, look it up. He said that in a press conference, oh, man, when they thought he was part of the mod. And that's Mike, at the peak of Mike Tyson. And that was, and that's why NWA named their album Niggas for Life. Um, Gertrude Higginbottom um, at Hotline Cream tells uh, Kim Kardashian to control your slave in regards to Kanye West. Yeah. You know, um, perception and pedestals, man. You know, perception and pedestals. Um With the whole Kanye situation and everything that, I mean, it's, it's. Kanye's Kanye, man. Yeah. It's, this isn't nothing new, man. This is Kanye. Yeah, it's just divorced from everything else that's going on, you know, and I, I don't, you know, as far as like boycotting Starbucks over this shit and everything, you know, I, they're the second biggest You know, fast food provider under McDonald's. Who is Starbucks? You know what's name is uh has taken is uh taken over the per, went past McDonald's now, Chick Fil A. Did you know? Did they really? Really? Go ahead. Selling coffee is the easiest here. motherfucking get rich. Uh, I don't want to say profitable. Selling coffee is, but because it's coffee, two percent beans and ninety eight percent water. That's what makes coffee. Nah, Joe, Icy's. Icy stand. (laughs) You have an icy stand. You hit a lit. Subway (laughs) is. Why do you think there are so many subways? Those are the cheapest ones to run. What do you need? You need a refrigerator. Coffee. (laughs) You need some some cold cuts, a microwave. I'm talking about you. You you, you gotta you gotta keep buying that, right? The but thing no, is, no, 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 you're not going to go into a, a coffee house and just have, like, you know, just coffee, just off, out of the drip. The, I'm talking about the turnaround on the money that you that you invest in it. It, it literally takes only a dollar to make a cup of coffee. And you're going to pay. It probably costs less than that for just drip coffee. But, I, I mean, I'm, if you're talking about, you know, espresso machines and the cost of maintenance on those. And, and you're going to go too goddamn far. I said coffee. <laughs> there are no coffee houses that Listen, are just going fucking far. coffee, though. Uh, fucking espressos and the machines and shit. We're talking about the dripping of the coffee <laughs> in motherfucking self. Okay, I want to go. I want to go far. to the fucking just place that has That's a fucking a white lady. just a coffee <laughs> pot, and like, they're like, "There you go." Like, oh, OJ. <laughs> okay, Nicole. OJ. Fuck around. I was like, watching that uh, series yeah. on OJ. Uh, this shit with uh, you see this shit. Yeah, I see this shit. Boy, you need James Evans. <laughs> uh, Florida? <laughs> you say Florida? Give her that look. She take that nappy ass for right in the room. Okay, James. <laughs> I didn't know if that was new or what. <laughs> what? No, no not that. I was talking about that that uh, OJ uh, Which one? series. On, on Fox? The, the one, uh, I, I don't know, is it on Hulu? It, it has, um, what's his name? 
What about the guy in uh, uh, Ontario, man? The, the guy that ran over the ladies, and he, and he was just fucked up. He wanted to kill all the women. He ran over nine people. And all the like, women. And he like, act like he had a gun. You didn't see that? Yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. And he act like he was had a gun, and yeah. he was telling them to he shoot. Him? Act like he shit. He had one. No, he had a camera. He had something. He pulled something else out. He oh, you talking about the guy who had like that metal bar or whatever? The van. Little, the oh. van. I thought you were talking about over in Ontario, Canada. Oh, okay. I'm thinking Roscoe of a different situation. Roscoe, crazy people are killing people. No, Toronto, Canada. Toronto. Uh, Toronto. And, uh, Toronto, Canada. Yeah, right. he, Toronto, he, he had 18 of them and he killed nine Canada. of them. Yes. And they didn't kill him. Yeah, they didn't. They arrested him. They did. Well, they don't do things. He was going behind his back talking about, I got a gun, and pulling it out real quick. He did it about four times. That's Canada. Huh? That's Canada. Yeah, it is. Okay. They're law enforcement models. Let him. Let that have been Drake. Drake would have got the shit shot out of him. <laughs> That's true. They it's probably would have asked him for his autograph. <laughs> That's true. They put he put Canada on. Here we go. Dated for two months, only went on one date. I'm very attracted to him, so we waited to, until we had sex. He took me out a second time, so we went back to my place. Mid stroke, he gets up, puts his clothes on, and says. You just trash and left. How to get him back? What? Why do you care? <laughs> Magic. I, I wish Delcia was here. <laughs> <laughs> so she just famously say, "Bitch, he get told to, you you was trash. You got to get in the bag yep. on your own. Get get the hefty yeah. bag. Get yeah. the force flex. <laughs> A sound guy. What's your thoughts? Damn, he told her you I just trash. Know. That's some mid-stroke, pimp ass shit. Why would you get him? Want to get him back? Was the dick that good? There's no dick that good. Mid-stroke, keep living, baby. You gonna find one. You gonna be trying to chase him down. Yeah. Live in the daylight with a flashlight. JB and me been going strong for six months. I'm at work, and this female comes to my line, and tells me to stay out of her marriage. Shocked, I threw chicken at her and got fired. <laughs> Meanwhile, he ain't responding to my messages. Advice, Magic Mike. Oh, well, now you ain't got a job. You can just get on your detective shit and really find out yourself. You, you don't need no advice. He told you, stay out of the marriage. Mm. The thing is, you running homes. You threw the chicken at her. You <laughs> <laughs> resort wife. to chicken throwing. The, the wife told you to stay out of the marriage. She gave you a play. She could have walked up to you and slapped the shit out you. Damn, what the things these women go through now. But that, you know that first lady? <laughs> <laughs> the first lady? Yeah. She going to be fucked up for life. She is. Because he scarred her. Mid-stroke. He didn't even get the nut off. <laughs> Bobs! <laughs> and he turned her into a nut. Bombs! When you don't get the nut off and tell a bitch you trash and get up, put your drawers on, like... She fucked up. She gonna be crazy. She gonna be tweeting like Kanye. Gonna have to just get over Trump. it and just move on. <laughs> she must have honestly been trash though. But like if, if you think about in, in it, in retrospect, if she's saying that she wants to, to find him, how to get him back? Unless if it's for some, you know, fucked up revenge plot. No, I, I'm thinking about it like this. Here's how I'm thinking about it. Okay, 
I've done fuck some fucked up looking shit before. You know what I'm saying? So she had fucked up looking shit. Like I'm talking about like fat bitches, fucking ugly bitches, fucking all types. You know what I'm saying? So for him to be like, you trash in mid stroke and just get up and dip, then she must have really been trash. Maybe she just laid there and then moaned and said a fucking word. Maybe she stunk. Maybe so. Maybe, maybe she, she just, smelled. Maybe she just laid there like this and with her eyes closed and just did nothing. Well, that mm-hmm. no reaction is the worst. whatsoever. I mean, you can't do that. No moaning, nothing at all. Period. That does that does play a part. Tell me, stop all the time. Have you ever maybe had one? Maybe she had like a right. fetus hanging out of there or something. All right, <laughs> a fetus. You wild. Um, <laughs> I don't know. He moved in two weeks after we started dating. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's already. Things uh, were going well until his mental disorder popped up. He just sti- popped up. Just popped. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. Here we go. He moved in. <laughs> that just pops up. <laughs> Sorry, I just had some schizophrenia pop up like fucking herpes. Come on. Bombs! <laughs> he moved in. He moved in two weeks after we started dating. Things were going well until his mental disorder popped up. He steals things, pawns them, and forgets that he's done it. For example, he spent the entire afternoon helping me look for my laptop that he pawned. Help. He's on drugs. End of story. Bombs! That's it. He's a dope fiend. If you don't want to fucking live with a dope fiend that's going to steal your shit, pawn it, take the money, and then say, oh, I don't know what happened to it. Like, yeah, uh, that's pretty obviously that situation. Like, I don't know. Magic? <laughs> you moved here after two weeks. That lets you know you ain't nowhere to stay. Yeah. That lets you know. He's yeah, exactly. He probably had, Dumbass. had a gang of bags. We know. Make better decisions. <laughs> It's a couldn't garbage wait. bag situation for them. Two-part question. Here we go. It was my ma- my man's birthday, so I asked his friends to help me plan a party at his fave club. I arrive, and he's in another woman's face. I yank her wig off. He leaves with her. Hurt, I go to another club with my friends. I got home at 2 a.m. I see them together. She's wearing his big shirt and shoes, helping him put his stuff in the trunk of his car. I confront him. Him? I can't take your jealousy no more, so I did it. So I did hit it. In your bed, he laughed. Changed those sheets. Advice. I still love him. Hashtag. Magic. Change. Another ma- nigga that made another bitch a nut. <laughs> she yeah, go it's crazy. Rod's birthday tomorrow. <laughs> I hope nothing like that That's is going to go down. You know? Damn, change those sheets. Yeah, I was going to say, he gave me the advice. Change the sheets. Nah. We he, are going to need to change the nah, sheets Nah, I did fuck her. I'm gone. <laughs> you go change the sheets. With your jealous ass. Yeah. Matter of fact, before you change them, smell them. So <laughs> <laughs> the last way I'm going to be at, bitch. I still love him. Yeah. Ain't that some shit? He probably had dookie stays in his ass. She was riding him. Like, probably wiped his ass all over the, the fucking... So, you'd you say Mike again? <laughs> <laughs> you say she had dookie stays. She probably wiped her ass shit stains on the mattress. So he, that's why he told him to change the beers because he's never shit stay for one last time with the new chick. <sighs> She's ahead, probably man. wallowing in his fucking ass wipe. Ain't fucking no advice sheets. for you, baby. Sound guy Mike, husband, pause. Husband asked me to get on top. When I do, he instantly goes soft. 
I'm so hurt and embarrassed. What to do? Exercise. Bops! <laughs> Magic Mike. When that relationship was over, man. Bops! Get on top. See what that do? Nothing. <laughs> Like an like unopened umbrella, baby, you're useless. <laughs> Bitch, I just want you to see for yourself. I used to love you to get up there. Remember, you used to get up there, and this motherfucker used to be, used to be wide hard as a motherfucker pole in the winter. Yeah. Okay, my, my saying any other shit. And here it is. Look at this motherfucker. Elena, what your thoughts on that one? Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Elena, your thoughts on that one? Stay focused. Come on. <laughs> no, I. I you hate I, these questions. I know. You hate them. You no, hate I, them. They, they're funny. They're funny. Okay, this is the last oh, one. Here we go. Was, this is the last one. That last one was just kind of depressing. What about the one changing the sheets? No, no, that one was that one was funny, but. Here we go. Yeah, since they get a birth for birthdays and when I got Elena, sound guy, Mike, and and Magic boyfriend got in trouble forging checks and couldn't make bail. I put my condo up for him to get out of jail and fight uh, the charges. Magic Mikey left town, and now I'm losing my crib. Uh, Sound guy Mike, his bitter wife knows where he's at. Elena, and she won't help him. She won't help me. Advice. Would she expect help from the wife because he she put up? The, she put the condo up. For? Magic Mike. That mm. wife said, you better go get that bitch you've been staying with to get your ass out of jail. I ain't getting you out of jail. So when he got out of jail, he got the bitch, got him out. And like a nigga who's a shorter to cook a Capitol Grill, <laughs> 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 he didn't even have the decency to go over there and get a bitch and reach around. Yeah, right. Fill his dick or nothing. He just bounced. Bombs! <laughs> So the only advice for you I have How for you, young lady, is what's that? Find a new place to stay because they, they, the sheriff's is coming. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, shit. I they mean, come early too. How much money? I mean, was involved in this that she had to put up her fucking condo as collateral to get him out. Well, some, a lot of I people don't take. Some. A lot of people don't take uh, cash. Uh, they they want property so they can have something of value. So they know they know you. We got well, enough. and also if you have a lot of cash hit and you don't want to know people to know that you have that, if you have cash, they illegally they don't want you to know. So you put up your house instead and saying that's my only asset. I get it, but like you know, it's yeah, you think it too much again. Look, mama. <laughs> <laughs> mama, every day you wait from us another good day. We getting closer to seeing you again. You are down under hundred days, baby. You gonna be out of there in August. Check it out. Hand claps. Hand claps. Happy birthday to Rod tomorrow, today, now that it's past midnight. Yeah. Happy birthday, Rod. Happy birthday, Rod. Happy birthday. Rod hung. Somebody's about to go get some dick tonight. Yeah, that's what you got to fish dance on. If it is to be, it's to be up to me, y'all. Y'all follow that rule, man. We love all y'all. We appreciate everybody, man. Reasonable Ignorance TV coming very soon. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Reasonable Ignorance TV coming very soon. Let's go, man. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Bombs! <laughs>